Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. WNBC. It's raining Jimbo's from out in the sky. Jimbo's, no need to ask why. Just open your wallet and close your eyes. It's raining Jimbo's. It's raining Jimbo's out in the street. Hello and welcome back to We've Never Been Clicked. We are returning from our bye week. And of course, tonight we have Jay Arnold. Hello. Hello. And we have Jimmy Guards. Howdy, boys. Back in Texas. Uh, just was on the road in Phoenix visiting Herm Edwards and uh, Kevin Sumlin. Actually, I was out there for my day job, but uh, good to be back in Texas. Welcome back. Thank you. We've got some handsome rascals on tonight. Oh, I got the soundboard ready. That can only mean one thing. We, uh, we have a new theme song to test out, which obviously we have to cover that at the top because it's way more important than an Aggie football game tomorrow. Mm-mm. Are you ready for another one? The, so just for some background, Raining Jimbos has been the, the theme song for the podcast. And I, I had a, a version of Surfing USA recorded uh, that was themed for the podcast and people really hated it except for one person at the other 98, and I don't think it's Jay. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to Rush Hannigan. <laughs> so Rush Hannigan liked it, and, and that's about it. Um, maybe Alex, the guy, I think Blue Owl something, the guy who gave us a really hard time for not recording last week, I think maybe he liked it as well. But anyway, it was, it was panned enough that, uh, you know, I'm pretty stubborn, so I would see that everyone hated it and use it anyway, but I felt so so bad that I had to commission another recording and and really what I'm doing is I'm making the reference points worse and worse so that by the end of the season people are going to be clamoring for for raining jimbos the pain and rage only fuels your creative uh, license that's that is absolutely correct that's how hot reels works as well hold on let me put my glasses on so I can hear the song better are you ready ready buddy bring it Here's our podcast we made for you. It's about the place that we played school. We took some mics and we messed around. We are sorry if we let you down.
That's amazing. That's my favorite one. <laughs> really? Are you just are you pandering? No. no, I actually I actually really like that. Well, first of all, I love the original, the Runaround Sue by Dion uh, is a fantastic little ditty. And uh, folks, Jimbo hasn't been able to kill every Aggie DJ. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> the I, I'm sure that the listeners did not imagine that I could possibly go further back in time after I used the Beach Boys, but I managed to get it done. I'm a huge Dion fan. Yeah. I imagine 90% of big money ags are also Dion fans. That's a good point. That's probably accurate. (laughs) So, all right. Well, we will, of course, uh, solicit listener input. So be sure to leave a comment on the uh, Runaway Sue parody. And if you like it, then we we may actually have a contender to replace reigning Jimbos, which, again, probably about 85 to 90% of people also hate that song. (laughs) (laughs) let the hate flow through you and keep in mind too even if we replace raining jimbos with something it's definitely not permanent i will continue to commission theme songs there's always another basement to hell (laughs) all right well as you can probably tell by our um i don't know we have kind of an electric energy that you're probably sensing right now (laughs) you can you can tell it's game week and uh tomorrow night We have our first game against the mighty uh, Northwestern State. Insert mascot here. I honestly have no idea. Demons. Demons. Yes, the demons. Uh, Are are either of you going to the game? Uh, I'm going to College Station. (laughs) Are you going to 10 o'clock yell? Definitely not. I haven't even (laughs) been to a regular midnight yell at Kyle Field, so... You never went as a player? No, not as a player and not as a retired player. Wow. That that sound you hear is legions of people unsubscribing from the podcast. Bad Aggie. <laughs> I thought you were the other or the yeah, the other 98%. Well, no, our fans are. Okay. <laughs> not the, it doesn't apply <laughs> to the staff. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm embarrassed to ask because I think I know the answer. Are you going to the game? Oh, no way in hell. I mean, and that's, that's not because I don't want to. It's just like, it, yeah, you know, it's having a baby life. Yeah. You know, family, Thursday night, all that deal. I, I will say this. I admire some people's commitment to the grind. Like there's people who never miss a home game. Honestly, I'd rather watch it on TV. That way I can actually, you know, not have to listen to people who don't know the first thing about football complain about what's going on on the field. Yeah. I see you've sat in front of me before. The, <laughs> the old hate barn. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little bit of fireball <laughs> mixed in. Oh, gosh. Please, no. Speaking <laughs> of fireball, what are you going to do in town if you're not going to the game? I'm going to drink a lot of water. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be hot, obviously. Uh, maybe head to Applebee's. Ooh. See what kind of specials they're working. Uh, then I <laughs> might grab some uh, some Fuego to celebrate a victory, hopefully. I, I'm not a big Fuego fan. Oh, I, I think I'm going to end I much end prefer Mad Taco. But, I mean, if, Fue- if Mad Taco was open at late night after the game, I would probably go there. But okay, that's, you, you that's gotta, fair. But you got to settle for what you have. 
I do. I have a lot of respect for the 24 hour or near 24 hour uh, establishment in a college town. It's a real commitment to get there. I want to get your expectations for this game. So we're playing a not very good team, a directional Louisiana team. So what are you expecting to see? Kellen Mond was named the starter, which I think this podcast is excited about because we all said, I think that we thought it would be Starkle, but we preferred it to be Mond. So what are you hoping to see here in game one, Jimmy? Uh, a look, I'm going to be looking for uh, energy level at the risk of sounding like a sports radio honk. Um, I think, you know, new coaching change, uh, new coordinators, new everything really. And uh, looking for Kellen Mond to take the next step, play with a little bit of edge, a little bit of uh, um, a little more confidence. I think both the quarterbacks that, uh, you know, Starkle and Mond could stand to grow in terms of just uh, overall poise. I think they both have a, a good amount of upside in terms of their talent, but uh, looking for that leadership. And uh, it's a good game to break people in, see the new offense, and uh, hopefully put together four quarters of uh, solid, tough football effort. You know, it's uh, I don't know if it's going to be like a, a massive blowout. I think there's going to be some uh, – it might be a little bit sloppy football, but uh, look for some good effort. Nice. I remember when we beat Prairie View by like 60 points not too long ago and people were so furious on Twitter. I'm kind of expecting something like that. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Jay? You've probably been following this team more closely than, than either of us. What are, you, what are you hoping to see here? Uh, well, what I'm hoping to see and what I'm expecting to see are two completely different things. I'm, Ooh, I'm hoping, that's important. What are you expecting to see? Uh, I think AM's going to struggle in the first half just because it's the first game in a new system under a new coach. It's a Thursday night game. It's an opponent that they may not be taking seriously. They may already be looking ahead to Clemson. So uh, they may need some time to wake up and uh, figure it out out there. But I'm hoping to see a blowout like you just talked about against Perry View. Do we have a sense for what they're going to do with the quarterbacks? I don't think Mond is going to play this whole guy. Yeah, it would be a disaster if he plays the whole game. Actually. No, they're, they're definitely <laughs> going to switch the quarterbacks. Uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to is a lot of empty seats. <laughs> yes. You're, but you're, you're in town and not filling one. So I don't even think you can criticize. Oh, I'm not criticizing at all. Okay, Jay. Yeah. Are you going to stop by the Aggie Hotel? Uh, no. I I think you need at least like $5,000 in cash on you at all times to go in there. Oh, sorry. The the Doug Pitcock 49 Texas A&M Hotel and Conference Center. The old Pitcock. <laughs> Hell of a name. I guess that's another name for a crew chief in NASCAR as well. I I, <laughs> I kind of hope this becomes like a trashy motel over time. And it's just like we just have this uh, kind of La Quinta across the street from Kyle, Kyle Field. We may not leave the light on for you, but Kyle Field will. <laughs> Howard Johnson was an old ag. I saw today they were having uh, they were going to be serving drinks during game day at the Block T Bar, and it just reminded me of how much as a university we overbrand everything i think the 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 kind of iconic naming uh to make my point is the e-king grill at kyle field oh yeah 
I mean, I've, I've said it maybe on the bowl cast before, but uh, A&M, you know, for all the things A&M is great at, engineering, agriculture, pretty solid business school, not in the strong, strong suit wheelhouse would be uh, creative arts, uh, design, things of that nature. And when people who aren't really that creative start trying to be creative, it, there's usually a big overcompensation and uh, that runs rampant through Aggie circles. So. Yeah, especially with lifted trucks. <laughs> yes. We're still much. talking about overcompensation, right? Yes. We need it. We need some truck nuts on this hotel. <laughs> the, it, it's almost as though they went, they go into the, the good bull hunting tailgate comments section and just ask people to name things. I think you'd come out with something very similar. Right. Yeah. Just a little bit of alliteration and then some nod to um, some form of uh, tradition. And there's a tradition for, any situation in life. So that's how we get the block tea grill. Hey, meet me, meet me for a drink at the block tea. But I, I want to read you some excerpts from the, the article on the hotel that appeared in the Eagle, I think last week. The facility general manager is quoted as saying, we've created an art package within the hotel that brings out the personality and makes connections to our region and area that will be really special. There are different ways to make a local connection. Art is one of those. Each hotel room, this is not a quote anymore. This is just a fact as dug up by the Eagle. Each hotel room has a large collage portraying aspects and photos of Aggie traditions, including yell leaders and class rings. So first I want to ask, how comfortable are you sleeping in a hotel room with yell leader collages on the wall? Uh, very uncomfortable, and uh, I'm going to get a little personal here, not to brag. I got married in Bryan College Station, and uh, the reception was on campus. And uh, my first night as, a, as husband and wife stayed in the uh, hotel rooms at the MSC, um, which are also like <laughs> I love it. ags on steroids, man. Like it is just, uh, you know, I think – I slept under like a photo of Junction or something, you know? And I think the blanket was from maybe the dorms in uh, Junction made out of uh, grit and gravel. Um, so really romantic first night as husband and wife. And uh, my wife and I, were not even really that red ass, but uh, it turned out to be a great evening and we're still married. So good ags on us. Brilliant. I had kind of a Junction honeymoon myself. Oh, is that right? I, I want to stay in the Fletcher Massey room. I want all my yell leader collages to have Fletcher. <laughs> Sup, Fletch? Jay? Yes? <laughs> you started to say something? I Yeah, I was going to say that I want uh, my room for my honeymoon to have a giant poster of Ben Stiller as White Goodman from Dodgeball. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah that's you may- <laughs> my only request for the wedding. <laughs> you, may have, you, you may have to bring that yourself. That's fine. I have one ready. Uh, amazing. Let's see. We, uh, we talked about the Block T bar. Each floor of rooms has a different Aggie-themed piece of artwork above the headboard of the beds. Every shower has a plaque reading Gigum Aggies engraved over the shower control valve. <laughs> That's incredible. Now people be gigging, all right. 
Wow. The uh, <laughs> yeah. So here it does say the cost of rooms begins at less than one hundred and fifty dollars per night. I imagine that's for a, a sleepy Tuesday night in the off season. Yeah. And it's funny because the the quote from the facility manager or maybe this is somebody else, but somebody who works at the hotel. A lot of people think this runs like a condo timeshare and it's not that. This is like any other hotel you've stayed at in terms of booking. We're open to the public. This is a normal operating hotel. And of course, they're the ones who put out all the messaging that this wasn't a normal hotel and that you needed licenses. So I think it's it's just kind of silly. The 8,300 square foot century ballroom, again, got to get that branding going, um, is anticipated for weddings, galas, and other events. So Jimmy, if you were truly red ass, you would have waited for this hotel to open. Ooh, galas. So when they say other events, uh, just kind of curious what that opens the door to. Blog meetup or like furry convention. Yeah, well, that's I, kind of the I same think we thing. should definitely throw a furry convention. <laughs> I mean, it's the pickout hotel, so sounds perfect. I'll tell you what, you organize it and I'll I'll show up and be a wallflower. <laughs> you you can you can be the security. Wallflower is what I call myself when I'm in my fox costume. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's see. There's this <laughs> just scattered throughout this article. I just I have to laugh at the name of everything. The Junction Market and Cafe, the Brazos Proper Texas Kitchen. Uh, I think that's about it. I don't anticipate ever setting foot in the hotel, um, but I guess you never know. There's there's a pool that overlooks Kyle Field, and I I mean I like Kyle Field and I like seeing it because it means uh, you know I'm on campus and I especially like seeing it on game day. I don't know if it's something I necessarily want to look at from my hotel pool. I always laughed, and uh, I mean. Aggies kind of look at me like I'm crazy when I say this, but when you go to a lot of other um, universities, even big football schools, the campus tries to get the football stadium to kind of blend in with the surroundings, not to look like a, you know, a massive eyesore. So the school kind of looks like it's a school first. And then, oh yeah, we also have athletic facilities. Obviously I'm not talking about the SEC, so save it commenters, but um when I first came down to A&M for the very first time from Colorado, I remember pulling in, I flew into Austin driving in and I saw Kyle field and I was like, Holy shit. What is that? It was like on purpose. They were like, we are making this big monument fortress that, uh, we, we don't have a skyline. We don't have mountains. So this will be our, uh, this is what we'll look at. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what they're doing here with the pool. Um, I, I wanted to talk, uh, well, I don't want to talk about it. I want you to talk about it a little bit about what happened with Santino and I'm intentionally not saying his last name because I don't know how to pronounce it. Morella. But what is it? Just kidding. That's a WWE wrestler. Uh, <laughs> Markiel. Is that how you say it? Markiel. Um, so Santino, he's the, if you, I'm sure most people know by now, if you're listening to this, but he's the person who transferred out of the program when, uh, Jimbo and, and Elko came along and he transferred to someone's new school, Arizona, and he filed a, I guess it's a complaint or NCAA kind of a, waiver, a, uh, a, a waiver request with his compliance office that stated that A&M did had all these improprieties and, and that's why he was 
he was transferring. Um, and it included things like giving him money to uh, entertain and, and pay recruits and practicing during periods where you're not supposed to have mandatory practice. So, you know, some some pretty nasty stuff, although maybe not as bad as other things we know of in the, the college football universe. But then we were going to talk about this last week. And since then, he's actually been kicked off the team. This was really the universe trying to prop up my Roadhouse Hot Reels parody because I put I put uh, Santino in it and I felt guilty. I was like, oh, man, you know, he's a current player and I'm kind of uh, dragging him here in Hot Reels. And then all this stuff about racist comments came out. and I'm like, oh, man, this is good to go. <laughs> uh, what no. do you think, Jimmy? Have you been following this stuff? Did 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 the Aggie Internet expose this? There's no way they didn't. Right, because it was an Aggie practice video. Oh gosh, we are such jilted lovers. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I from the little I saw, and granted, I never get on Texags. Like, and please, Texags, don't try to dox me. I know you can, and I know you can ruin lives. Um, yeah, before the information came out, the whole huddle video and him saying um, monkeys and all that trash. Uh, I was feeling bad for him because he basically like had his family doxxed. Like I saw people like dragging his mom on Twitter and stuff. It was like, what, like, what in the world are we doing? We're talking about a guy who like never played. <laughs> He's just trying to go somewhere to play. And like, we're, we're like, no, we need blood. Let's destroy his life. And uh, so I, I don't really care for that side of the internet. And then uh, maybe that, ugly side of the passion of A&M fans. But then, I mean, this guy, man, ugh, what a ride in a couple weeks. It's uh, you, you get exposed. You think, oh, maybe I'm out of the woods. I got a lawyer. I'm going to uh, meet up with Coach Sumlin again, like turn the page. And then, oh, that door closed too. So I don't know where you go from here. I don't know how you can play on a football team um, with that kind of reputation following you around. And, uh, just kind of a lesson for everybody, I guess. It's like it. Uh, what what's the old saying? It's um, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and five minutes to destroy it. Um, so, kind of a just sad, ugly situation all around. And hopefully, you know, everyone can kind of just turn the page. When you said what's the old saying, I thought you were going to say milkshake duck is racist. We regret to inform you that milkshake duck is racist. Oh <laughs> yes, yeah. So and it's it's kind of interesting the way the big sporting outlets like Deadspin and uh, maybe SB Nation, I'm not sure, are reporting this. It's it's like here's what happened. He said all this stuff in his waiver request, and then this video surfaced. So they're kind of avoiding the internet mob aspect of it. And I thought that that might be one of the, uh, the bad things to come out of all this is that I don't know if it was Reddit or Texags, but whoever brought this to light and, and made sure that, you know, the, the, the people who were in power saw it, um, they're just going to be encouraged. And it's, <laughs> you know, next time anything happens, it's like, keep the doxing coming, Seriously. Uh, keep, the, keep the internet outrage fires burning because this works and it's, it's our brand of swift justice and it, you know, and, and I've been part of this too in the past with like uh, putting out stuff about Mark May's drunk driving and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's kind of fun at times, but if you're trying to ruin someone's life, you can probably do it whether they did anything wrong or not, given how the internet works these days. 
uh, in this instance, I think it's perfectly justified, but I worry about what it, what it might uh, in- motivate down the road. Yeah, definitely. Fully agree. I don't actually worry about it, but it, it's an issue. Yeah. Bummer for that guy. The, uh, but I, I don't know if this will influence the NCAA and whether they want to do a real investigation, but now that he doesn't need the waiver, maybe it will uh, kind of reduce the heat against the, the good old Aggies. No, the NCAA still has to investigate anyway. Jay, you're such a buzzkill. That's what I go for. Yeah. I was kind of <laughs> thinking like cup. I was like some bureaucrat. I mean, that's what the, the NCAA is basically like a government agency. I was just thinking like the bureaucrats would be like, Oh sweet. We don't have to actually work. This is kind of nice. Yeah. No, once, once the allegations are made, they have to investigate. So there you it'll go. still be a fun time. More paperwork. Yeah. Well, keep us posted on those, Jay. We'll do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to to close out this game week episode where we talked about the game for like a minute and a half, uh, Jimmy, you have some, uh, now that gambling is just like a free-for-all legal everywhere, uh, you wanted to introduce some gambling picks for college football? I did, so this is how I'll approach it each week. Do you want a bumper? Do you want like a music bumper? I think we're going to need a bumper for this, and I'm... Best bets. <laughs> I feel like such a bro. Uh, yeah. So, as everyone knows, gambling's coming a little more into the mainstream, which you know kind of takes a little bit of the uh, illegal fun away from it. It's not so scandalous anymore. But uh, I'm going to pick three games each week. We can track this through the year. And uh, hopefully spark a little dialogue. Maybe we can uh, make a little money, the listeners, myself. Um, I would suggest not to follow these picks like they're uh, locks by any stretch. Oh, just a little lesson. If you hear anyone ever say lock, run the other way. Either fade that pick, meaning go against it, or do not follow it because there's no such thing as a lock. And if you want a real humbling exercise, pick 10 college football games each week throughout this season. If you think you know this sport very well, pick 10 games against the spread each week. See how you did at the end of the year. If you're above 50%, uh, you might know what you're talking about. But this is a uh, extremely humbling sport uh, when you're trying to go against the spread. So go against Vegas, rather. So anyway... On to the pitch. So happy. So the first pitch. I'm sorry. 2.30 p.m. Central, Atlanta, Georgia, Auburn, Washington. I'm taking Washington and a point and a half. If you can get two points, even better. This line's been moving around a little bit. I know our uh, SEC uh listeners there's a lot of aggies that like the sec more than they like um their own family members but i gotta go with washington on this i think uh, chris peterson is a fantastic coach i think he's a better coach than gus malzahn and uh washington's defense is going to be buzzing so i'll take the team getting the points there at the chick-fil-a kickoff pick number two I like, here's the one that's a little off the radar, but if you need some Thursday action, Tulane plus seven, 
hosting Wake Forest in New Orleans. Tulane's got uh, some good firepower on offense. Wake Forest uh, probably a little bit inflated coming off of a, a bowl win against your Texas A&M Aggies. So um, I don't know why Wake would be giving a full touchdown up on the road. They're still Wake Forest. So the green wave, the mighty green wave on Thursday night plus seven. And the third pick, I'm going to do a little over-under for you. Boys, Florida Atlantic, Oklahoma, 11 a.m. on Saturday. Can you taste this? College football season. (laughs) The total is sitting at 68.5 right now. Super, super high. I'm still going with the over. I think Lane Kiffin and uh, the Owls from Florida Atlantic, they can at least get 24, maybe 28 points. And then that leaves Oklahoma to uh, get their requisite 40. I think we're in business on the over. So there are your picks. Best bets. The the internet has rotted my brain so much that when you said the last over, I I was so compelled to make a 69 joke that Mm -mm. I guess I I still brought it up. But anyway, the well, thank you, Jimmy. Are you going to track that? for us because i i certainly didn't write anything down. i will it's uh got to be accountable so i'll uh, give a little record update throughout the season and uh yeah hopefully we can have a little chatter in the comments on good bull hunting about other games people are interested in and uh yeah just have a little fun with this and we we have a lot of things to chatter about in the comments this week so of course we want feedback on the new theme song we want to know if you're staying in the Aggie Hotel, and then we want your Yelp review or TripAdvisor review of that stay. Uh, we want to know what you're expecting and hoping for in the game against Northwestern State. And then we want your gratitude, thanking Jimmy for these uh, blood bank, lock, whatever, lock tight picks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I could come up with. Pick locks. <laughs> Pitcock's locks. I love it. <laughs> that sounds like a charity. Um, Jay, do you have any parting words for the the fans? I think that one thing is to um, tell somebody who's not highly judgmental to listen to the show and uh, subscribe if you haven't already, because uh, we could, I, I don't know what that's going to do for us, but it makes us feel good. Yeah. If you don't want me to be sad, please subscribe to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that if we get popular enough, maybe this will discourage people. We'll start using like our our phony voices like you do in a job interview. We'll be like, oh, A&M is playing Clemson this week. I could just use my uh, Dungeons and Dragons voice the whole time. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, brother. That's not actually how I interview for jobs either. All right. Well, thank you for <laughs> listening. We will be back next week. And if A&M loses, we're going to have a hell of a show. <laughs> Why would you close with that? You if A&M wins, that. we're just going to have like a normal show. <laughs> it's raining and Jimbo's. Rain and Jimbo's. Rain and Jimbo's. Beat or miss, please. It's Rain and Jimbo's. Rain and Jimbo's.